Time to solve the world's problems, and we'll stay in Wellington, where Dave Armstrong has been thinking about a few of the issues facing the city. Hi there, Dave. This is Dave. Yes, hi Dave, how are you? Hi, g'day Jesse, kia ora, how are you? Yeah, good, thanks. Uh, that was an unusual greeting, Dave, but here we are. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're talking about let's get Wellington moving, yeah. which is a phrase I've become familiar with, although I wouldn't want to set a test on what it involved. I don't think any Wellingtonian would either. <laughs> it's pretty complicated. Yeah. Yeah, that, was this the one the central government gave you a bit of a hurry up and said get on with it? Yeah, Michael Wood uh, uh, back in the day said come on get your get your mm. act together. But but it, one of the reasons for the gridlock of it is that it it is a tripartite thing. It's the regional council puts money in, the city council puts money in, and central government puts money in. And one gets the impression that they're all waiting for the other to move, or they don't quite all agree on things. And so it's starting to get a, into a bit of a situation where. Even people that love its its co-papa, what it stands for, are going, yeah, but come on, guys, get a move on. And other people are losing confidence. And so you had you had uh, uh, the Wellington City Council, a minority of them, to be fair, saying we've sort of lost our confidence and we don't oh, we think the council would withdraw. What's then happening though is uh, you know people are going, well, if you get rid of it, what, will anything happen in Wellington with, with transport? And yeah. it's. It's sort of a promise rather than a thing, and that's, that's making people um, a little nervous. It's also only got 33% support in the latest stuff poll, which is admittedly unscientific, but you know, you'd hope that it would have a, a large support from Wellingtonians. But, uh, you, you know, I think when things are, even though there's a majority of councillors supporting it, when it's sort of like when people go, let's all go out bowling, and then one person says, actually, I think I'll stay at home tonight and, and watch TV. And then someone else goes, yeah, I'm a bit over bowling, actually. And then someone else goes, you know, and the poor person has to cancel their, their ticket for 14 people going bowling because two people suddenly decided they didn't want to and everyone followed. So, you know, I think there's a worry that maybe this thing, if, say, the city council or, say, the regional council pulled out, it could all just fall to pieces. Yeah, that's a shame, mate, because when you when you do something big and transformative that's going to cost a lot of money and cause a lot of disruption – People will forgive you if if everyone agrees yeah, that it's the right that, thing to do. That's right. But there's an argument. There's arguments going on. You know, for example, I, I really like the idea of the the, the cycleways, and and I think it's a good idea. And I love public transport. But even again, like people like me who are pro it, for example, they they uh, designed a bus. The the bus system just wasn't good, and you know, the local um, the bus lane plan didn't didn't go where it should. I've heard from cyclists that the Colburnie path isn't direct, and so they sort of want us to to muck about so cars can go through. You know, so there's even on both sides the, the thing that sort of brings people together is that they agree that well, let's get Wellington moving process isn't isn't very good. And Sorry to hear to that. Better. Yeah. yeah, and it's, I don't think I don't think a majority want to get rid of it, but boy, it would be great if we could all, like you say, unite behind it and say it's a dirty job, but someone's got to do it. You know, uh, we spoke to a councillor last week about library fines and how yeah. the removal of those fines seemed to have had a positive effect. You'll be celebrating that today. Yeah, and it's nice to have a good news story um, mm. from Wellington. And, you know, I've, I've, I'm a real cheerleader. For, well, I'm not a cheerleader for the council, but I'm a cheerleader for the library service. I really wish they ran Let's Get Wellington moving in the bus huh. because the library has become so efficient and so good 
since, in fact, the central library got closed. They've got a really great system for getting books to you if you want them. They've got some great ideas. Um, and this one, uh, I think Rebecca Matthews' councillor moved it. It hasn't seen the sky fall in. It's increased the number of people using uh, the, the library. They've had a big debt reduction in debt retrieval because they don't have to get fines. And um, but but you know books aren't being stolen and lost. And one thing that hasn't been talked about is it's meant much less stress for the library staff because they're not being the the bad cop chasing people that haven't paid their money all the time. They're actually you know doing little parts of their job like getting people to read. Yeah. So it's really it's very positive. Um, and, and you know I, I think like I say I'm someone who criticises uh, all sorts of things in Wellington the transport, but I think the library service is just it, it, it's top drawer, and I, I hope it, it thrives. Nice one. Finally, Summer Shakespeare. Lots yeah, of people have happy fair. memories of watching Summer Shakespeare, whether in Wellington or somewhere else. Yeah, and, and you know, when you look at the curriculum vitae of this, of this thing, so many good actors and people like James Shaw have gone through it. You know, everyone's got a soft spot and everyone's got a story. I remember going to the Summer Shakespeare in the quad, which ages mm. me. And, and it was just so nice and summer going and seeing, I think I saw Midsummer Night's Dream and you, you know, to be honest, as a as a thespian myself, there were uh, some performances better than others. But you'd often get really good actors that would do do the Shakespeare, or you'd get really bold productions with you know avant garde music or something. And it and and it's just so sad. It used to be run by the drama club at Vic, and then the drama club folded. And I suspect the reason the drama I've worked with the drama club actually, and I think the reason it folded is probably because everyone's busy doing exams and internal assessments, and you know it's not the thing. And then then the university sort of took it over, and then there was a trust that that helped. But they've had two bad years because of COVID, and they had really bad weather this year. But you know you go to university really for things like summer Shakespeare. You you know or, or a lot of our journalists they worked on Salient, but they the, the magazine, but they didn't do, always do too well academic. But it's the things like Summer Shakespeare and like working on the newspaper or like getting involved in student politics. I mean, you know, Chris Hipkins uh, was, a, yeah. was a student president. It's training for life uh, uh, um, outside lectures. And it's so sad that, that it seems that everything except lectures and academia is being dropped from universities and uh, you know, and including a few subjects. So it's, I think it's a really sad time. And I, I just hope a phoenix rises from the ashes. Um, it's not an attack on Shakespeare or anything like that. It's just that it would be great if it, if it happened. Well said. Well said. Dave Armstrong, thank you so much. Great to talk, Jesse. We'll see you later. Solving the world's problems from a Wellingtonian's perspective.